Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Episode 93, when you plant the wrong seed in your MFR business. Today's episode is sponsored by the MFR Coaches Group Coaching Program. Group coaching is for all John Barnes trained MFR therapists who want to feel better in their practices. Group coaching can help you at any stage of your practice from setting up the basic foundations to earning your first dollars and serving your first clients all the way to scaling your business and creating multiple five figure months. I will teach you how not to hustle, how to feel calm and in control of your practice, no matter how big or small. With an extensive self-paced course, you have trainings at your fingertips 24 hours a day, a private Facebook group for spot coaching and questions, and live coaching with me every week to clean out your brain and get you set up to serve your MFR clients at the highest level. When you are taken care of, you will take even better care of your clients and get them better results, faster results, and you'll love your practice even more. Join the waitlist www.themfrcoach.com backslash waitlist. Let's get into today's episode. Have you made decisions for your MFR business that you regret? Maybe it's the rate you have set or the hours you have decided to work. Maybe you started out working every Saturday and now that has become a real drag and is encroaching on your family time. Maybe you are busy enough during the week now. You don't need those weekend hours anymore So now you dread it, or worse, you resent the clients that keep signing up for those spots. If this is you, this episode is for you. And if this isn't you, this episode is still for you. I'm going to talk about some things I did and said a year ago in my business that have kept people from deciding that help is available to them and how you might be doing some of the exact same things to yourself and to your clients in your business. So I teach MFR therapists how to set rates based on facts. Therapists that do this have a lot of success in working the hours that they want to work and they plan time off as well as all of their training for the year. They learn how to pay for all of the seminars they want to attend using their rate and their schedule and ensure that they don't overwork in order to hustle through to get to their goals. They are strategic and patient. They are thoughtful in their policies and procedures and they are really good at talking about MFR. They're also have learned to love selling MFR. And sometimes, like me, they make mistakes along the way. Sometimes something really innocent, like a thought error, is all it takes to create an innocent problem that doesn't show up until way later. Some of these things can be as simple as needing to raise rates sooner than expected after a large increase earlier in the year, and then putting it off due to feeling uncomfortable. When you are uncomfortable with your MFR business in any way, it will show up in your results. It will look like not being fully booked after being fully booked for months. 
it will look like feeling stressed and anxious and confused about what to do. It can also show up as resentment towards clients or entitlement to them wanting to rebook with you over and over again when you haven't done your job to sell them on the results that they have available to them. You can, and I recommend that you set up a lot of things from the beginning of your business based on the future business you want to have. You might have to tweak and make new decisions sooner than you thought you would. And this is not a problem. Raising rates again is not a problem. And there are so many ways to do this. The only problem is the hesitation and worry about doing it that takes you out of treatment mode and puts you into dread mode. Therapists often think they need to offer more when they raise a rate. More time, more options, more hours, bonus baskets, books, classes, and weekend hours. Only none of this is true. You can increase the value of what you offer by continuing to increase your skills, your knowledge, your ability to be calm and grounded and centered no matter what the client brings to you. This is really where you build your value and the results that are possible for your client. If your clients are having healing crises and this sets you off in any way, you are not being as helpful as you could be for your client. If you get freaked out or scared or worried for them, they are going to pick up on that right away. They are going to worry and be afraid and back out of future treatment with you and not get the full value of the results that are possible. And this is something, this is like a muscle you can flex over and over again to develop more strength, more ability to be grounded and calm no matter what your clients bring to you. And when you can just trust yourself to know the difference between needing to refer out because something is outside of your scope of practice and noticing that it's just thoughts about your belief in your skill level or your belief in yourself and your ability to help people, you'll be able to make better decisions on how to help those clients that come to you with problems like this, right? If your first instinct is to refer out because you're thinking you're not good enough, that is something that you can work to overcome, right? And just trust that you always will know when something is out of your scope of practice and you refer out for those reasons. But if you're referring out because you're uncomfortable with your skill level, that is something we need to look at. I want to share a story with you about some things I was doing and saying in my coaching business a year ago that have led to, I think, people missing out on possible results that they could have. So, and I am the first one to call myself out when I think I've done something silly or crazy or wrong, right? So I want to share a story with you about these things. I had a lot of therapists who I did one-on-one coaching with in the beginning of my business for an entire year. We spent a lot of time together and I have a fondness for all of them. So if you're out there listening and you were one of my one-on-one clients, just know I think about you all of the time. You guys were my first clients. We spent an hour a week together face-to-face. You guys might have the same bond with and the same fondness of your first clients that you worked with or your first clients that were like repeated clients over and over again. Many of these clients that I had in the beginning joined my first round of group coaching and a lot of them joined my second round. And during this time, I developed this thought error that I needed to keep offering more to them, that I wasn't putting out enough 
And I started planting the seed, not only in myself, but in them that they needed an advanced coaching offer. But like, what does that even really mean? (laughs) After all, in coaching, I have always coached people who are just starting out and people who are already fully booked. They just aren't feeling quite right in their MFR businesses. So like, it's the entire spectrum and it, it always has been. Just like in MFR classes, you see newbies taking their first class and you see therapists who have been at it for over 30 years or more taking the exact same class. They decide the class is right for them and they know how to get exactly what they need from it. How to learn as a beginner and catch things in a new and different way. How to decide to show up no matter how smart you are, no matter how many times you've taken that class. And the same is true for coaching. While some things people ask for in coaching may be a repeat of information you already know, it might always or also help you to see where you might've missed something or where you might want to make a tweak to avoid a future problem. It might be inspiring. It might be supportive. It also might be boring, but that's just a thought that you are choosing. You get to choose how you want to show up and how you want to be in those coaching sessions. It turns out that my best fit clients don't need anything advanced. They know exactly how to get what they need from what I offer now. And the same is true for you. Your best fit clients don't need a menu of offers like 30, 45 minute, 60 minute, 90 minute, or two hour sessions in order to get what they need. They will come for your one offer over and over again and love their results. You don't have to offer so many options. The minute you decide this is true is the minute you get to be clear for your schedule and you get to have zero confusion. And when you're not confused, your clients aren't confused. You get to serve more people at a time and not burn out. You get to charge one rate and have one package if you choose to help you get and stay fully booked. Now, I take full ownership of planting that seed of the need for advanced coaching. I actually apologize for it because for several therapists out there, it's kept them from coming back to group coaching because they are waiting on me to create an offer that's advanced enough for them. And in the meantime, they're missing out on the support and help available to them. So if you're listening and this is you, I just want to invite you back in invite you to explore where you'd fit right into this group coaching container, even if you've had it before. It's really become the normal for people to stay in the group longer term for support, community, and for the results at any level. We continue to have MFR businesses that blow my mind at the capacity at which they can grow and thrive. We have now have 100K earners and 200K earners, and those still just making their very first dollars all together. It's a very magical container. And it reminds me of MFR seminar containers, right? Like they are just magical no matter who is there. It's because we're all MFR therapists experiencing something together. So I want to ask you to look at where you might have planted some of these seeds in the beginning of your business that might be growing things you don't like. How can you make a new decision to change that? Let's start with looking at your rate looking at the hours you are working. Are they still feeling juicy and delicious? Do you have too many offers? If so, start trimming things down. Stop doing the things that don't 
feel amazing in your practice. I kind of laugh at myself a year ago. I was offering a brand new offer, which was group coaching. I had no idea how exactly to sell it, package it, market it. I knew I just wanted to help people and to be able to help as many people as I could at a time. I knew I could do it. And this past year has been remarkable. It's not a problem that I've said the wrong words sometimes. But I do want to let people know that sometimes we have ideas and we mean the best when we are saying things, but sometimes we're wrong and it doesn't take another offer or advanced coaching for you to belong. And you're welcome back anytime. This is the best container for MFR therapists, no matter where you are in your practice. And I will stand by that. Look at your MFR business and look at the decisions you've made in the beginning or even recently. What were you thinking? What do you need to weed out? What confusion do you have? What overwhelm do you have? Where is it not running smoothly? Or where do you feel out of control? Where are you confused in your business? Take the time to do some weeding in there and make new decisions to clean it up. It's safe to make changes and to make it work for you. After all, your practice should work for you. Like the ability to make it work is one of the biggest benefits to being a CEO and owning your own myofascial release business. Treat it like a business, not a hobby, and still have fun. And join us in group coaching. I'm telling you, it is the best, most fun container that you will ever be in for your business. Come and join us. I will see you guys next week on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. I'll show you how. Get on my email list, follow me on social media at the MFR coach, and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, themfrcoach.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.